I always, always wanted to build a family by adoption. I And started to get involved in the adoption field as an attorney and um, really didn't know much about fostering and um, had, I had a bad day um, at one point and went for a long run in the park and um, very clearly a voice spoke to me and said you need to get a foster parent license and it was something I'd never considered and it was it was really kind of an epiphany we went and met with and talked to another foster family and they had three children, they were very small, and I looked at these kids and I said, these are just kids, you know, they're not little monsters, there's no horns, you know, they're just children that need families. That well, it need depends food. on what day it is. <laughs> that need, you know, loving families. So, um, I think for me that, that was it. We, I pursued the license with a passion after that. Pam also, uh, because she's such a great person, wanted to get into Medically Fragile. Uh, so we've had foster kids with feeding tubes, uh, we've had just about everything you could imagine, every kind of, uh, you know, more or less, more, we have had mental issues, we've had uh, drug, drug addicted kids, we've had just many, many, many issues. Uh, but you know what, there is like training and stuff for that, and, and they cover it pretty well, um, and so you know, and, and they do try to be a support system. Um, uh, you know, you, you raise the kids like you raise your own, um, and basically they are our own. Uh, matter of fact, the kids we have now, we, we own the title on all of them, <laughs> so they're no longer foster kids. We've, uh, we've adopted them all. They've overcome, uh, they're thriving. I mean, you see our kids running around all the time uh, around Polaris, and you know, uh, you, would, you would never know. You would never know that they had any kind of issues whatsoever. I, I, I don't know how anybody could do this without their faith. Um, because you were going to fall on some difficult times. And of course, some of these children go home. In fact, now probably more go home than, than ever before. It's, it's in the 20-some years I've been involved in the field, um, they are going back home. And you have to be okay with that. And reliance on the Lord to accept that was fundamental for me to be able to continue to do this. Uh, we're we're quite taken back and surprised that um, you know when we decided to do to you know to take foster kids, uh, our both sides of our family were pretty negative on it. It's like, well, you know, why would you want to do that? Uh, you're taking time away from from your kids. It's like, well, you don't understand. These are our kids. Seeing how we didn't have that support system, you know, from the outside, we had to rely on each other. And we had to rely on God. To people that might be considering um, adding a foster or an adoptive child to your home, I can say from so many years of experience that it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to give a child <clears throat> an opportunity to live within a, a, a healthy, nurturing Christian family. Most of these kids have never seen a family function even remotely close to what we consider kind of typical American families. You know, these, um, these children have often never seen how families operate. They've never had structure, routine, love, nurturing, help with homework, uh, regular meals. I mean, they, it's, it's amazing to take a child who's never been swimming, who's nine years old swimming, 
or uh, teach a child teach teach a child to skate. You know, that's never been on skates, never been inside of a skating rink, or um, some of these things we take for granted that our children have done it by three or four years old. They've never had the chance to do. Um, and medically fragile children, I've seen just um, blossom. Um, they don't even look like the same children physically once they're placed in a loving foster home and start to get some of the care that really they they deserve and they should have had all along. Um, it's it's a, it's humbling and it's profound to be a part of that. We kind of were mulling the idea around for a while, um, and we knew that there were just a ton of kids out there that didn't have a home, and so we just decided to do it, you know, just, just to help these kids, because, um, you know, everything that we read and everything that we saw, I mean, uh, you know, all these kids come from, you know, some sort of trauma, and um, if there was any way that we could you know, provide a safe place for them um, while they, you know, got their lives back on track, while their parents got their lives back on track. To us, that, you know, that, that's why we did it. So it was more along the lines of, you know, how can we, how can we help these kids out? Being a teacher, I saw a lot of kids um, that were hurting in my classroom and kind of felt helpless and I would complain all the time about calling children's services and never really getting the response I wanted and so I kind of felt like that if I wasn't going to be a part of the solution then I really couldn't complain about it. I think it was more hesitation at first when we first started taking the classes that um, you know some of some of the stories you know not just that the agency shared with us but other foster parents it was like okay what have we gotten ourselves into you know because it's you know yeah, you kind of go in with, with the expectation that, you know, everything's going to be great, um, you know, but, I mean, there's there's some rough times. But in the same sense, you know, since we've started, you know, doing, uh, you know, um, foster parenting and, and had kids, you know, come in our house, um, you know, it, it, it's something that I wouldn't wouldn't change for the world. I mean, just the ability to, um, to bond with these kids. Things don't always work out the way that we wanted and um, I think God was trying to teach us that um, you know he's in control and and those kids and the system has control too and so it, I think it, the hardest thing is um, kind of um, relinquishing control over I don't I can't control everything in the situation I can just do what I can to help help those kids the best that I can at that time and things don't always work out the way that we want or the way we think they should. You know, we get we get very attached, you know, to these kids that, that come into our home and um, you know, we we had a a six month old and a one year old and, you know, we were under the assumption that um, you know, they were gonna be with us for a long time and it, it didn't work out that way and, you know, the kids were, you know, reunited with their mom. Not that that's a bad thing, um, but you have to be willing to lay your, your heart out there 
knowing that it's going to get broken. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, we're we're doing what what God wants us to do. We're we're loving these kids and we're we're giving them, you know, a, a chance. The newborn and the 16-month-old that we just had in our home um, went back home with their mom after three and a half weeks. And we thought that that kind of would be the end of it. And we were really having a hard time, not really having good closure. Um, it's hard just like one day having them and then the next day, boom, they're gone. Um, but the mother has allowed us to stay involved in their lives and uh, it's been a huge blessing. Um, asked us to be their godparents and we would never, ever expected that to have ever happened. Um, so God has blessed us with still allowing them to be a part of our life even though they're not so with us physically. You know, keep, uh, keep your heart open to God because when Sarah and I first, um, you know, started talking about this, I was like, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, but um, over time, um, I, I just kind of felt like God was, was saying, you know, just, just give it a chance um, because there's, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of hurting kids out there. Um, I would say um, I challenge you to look and see what God has to say about um, children in the Bible. Um, I think something that solidified it for me was how strongly God's language is about taking care of widows and orphans. And the number of kids that are in need is increasing hugely every day. And there aren't enough foster and adoptive families to take all of them in. If, if we are serious about helping kids, then, then we need to step out there and really mean what we say and, and, take, and help take care of them. And so, uh, pretty much from the, the first time we talked about children and stuff, uh, it was just a part of the conversation about adoption. Um, and I think it really stems from the, the love for children. I know Christy just absolutely loves children. Um, I love children, and we just thought there are a lot of children out there without a home, and that it was an opportunity for us to, uh, to give a child a home. And so when we got back, I remember a, a cool story um, somebody had asked Chuck one day why we, uh, why we decided to adopt Grace, how we decided to adopt her. And he said um, because basically it was a child that needed a home. And we had a home and we had a family um, that God had blessed us with and we wanted to continue that blessing on to other children. Mm -hmm. um, we were walking around at school probably the first two, three days after we were back. And um, I was holding her hand and we were walking through the boys elementary school and a little girl stopped me and she said, is that your daughter? And I was so proud and I said, yes, it sure is. And she got this funny look on her face and she went, hmm, she must look a lot like her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a heart-wrenching process to, the way ours worked was we got a picture of her in December and we knew she was our daughter. We didn't get to go get her until March. So we went through a Christmas without her. We went through a Valentine's, you know, all this time that we knew she was there waiting on us and we just wanted to go get her. Right. That was hard. The, the value of the life over there is not the same. And 
you know, by the time you're going over and realizing that that's your daughter and, and the circumstances that she had to go through and, and the, what led to her being up for adoption, it's, it's a tough thing to see. Um, and, and to know how many more there are there that yes, we couldn't that's, bring home. That's the hardest part. You go over there and you realize that there are, if not hundreds of thousands or, or millions of these children. It's tough. It's really tough. All right, so yeah. we were at the beach with Chuck's family on our yearly vacation, and uh, Chuck had some of the kids up fishing, and, and I took Hudson out. He was seven at the time. Took him out to play in the water with some other of the family. We went out to the sandbar, which is probably 25 feet out, maybe? Well, it's probably 100 yards out. Okay. Anyway, well, the tide came in while we were out there, and, we, and I didn't realize it. And we thought we could get back in, so we swam for a while, and Hudson got tired, and Hudson got on my back, and then I got tired. And I wasn't going to make it. So we started yelling for somebody to come help us, and somebody heard us, and that by that time I went under, and um, wasn't going to make it. Um, there were two guys on the beach that were listening and heard us and Hudson kept crying and they came out and got us and, and took us in. So it took me a little bit to recover, um, but by the time Chuck got back I, had, I was pretty much okay. And I think the first thing I said when you walked up is it's time. Um, I just felt like God kept me here for some reason, and this was something we had always talked about and always put off, so it was time to do it. <laughs> if you had to plead the case, or if you want to plead the case for if somebody's thinking about adopting or fostering a child, just what would you say to kind of encourage them or prepare them for it? Um, the biggest thing that people always ask me about are the is the financial part. Um, and to be 100% upfront, it was expensive. But we approached this as our daughter stuck in China. What would you if pay you're, her back? Yeah. Yeah. You'd do whatever it took to get her here.